it just bro, just be yeah. free, completely free. It's just casual. You want audience, audience participation, tech and all that. <laughs> 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 we'll just talk about like um, the Quran is like the main theme, obviously, but we'll be a bit general and talk about I don't know general stuff. As yeah, well. no, it's <clears throat> It's recording good. It's recording, yeah. yeah. And the angle's really good as well. Maybe just check from time to time as to whether it's stopped yeah, recording yeah, yeah. or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just okay, I'll leave yeah, it to you. The problem is, it's going to get in the frame, I think. So that one's going to catch in the frame. Yeah, that's fine. What we do no, then... the red light's at the front, isn't it? So, so you can check yours, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's anything, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know. And, and then, and then mine just keep more. checking. And that one we can check, yeah. <laughs> you need to look at that when, you, when, you, when you're starting the podcast. <laughs> Do I? Yeah, you need to say Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh No, no, that's a separate video Oh, is it? Are you going to do another intro? Yeah, oh. so the intro is going to be separate where, okay. I, where I can say as much as I want about it We have 2,000 miles away Wait, you want me to like, say Assalamu alaikum wa I don't know, that's how they do it no, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just suggesting I don't know how you want to do it Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Welcome to this episode Episode 2 of the Ahlul Quran podcast brought to you by myself, Omar Aswad. Now, I know at this rate we've been uh, putting out one episode per year, which is ridiculous, but inshallah, 2023 we're going to be more consistent and I have uh, further guests lined up very shortly. Special thanks to the guest, as you would have seen, a good childhood friend of mine. We've known each other since Upland's infant school, year four, year five. And our fathers actually know each other. My father is his father's accountant. They know each other quite well. And we were brought up in the same uh, city, Leicester, from the United Kingdom. So the first few minutes of the episode, we discuss our childhood, different experiences. Very interesting, I hope you find. And of course, we uh, discuss our experiences at the Islamic University in Al-Madinah to Munawwara and items and angles from the Qur'an, it's the Ahlul Qur'an podcast we have to of course discuss the Qur'an a special thanks to Dr. Hilal for allowing us to use his space at very short notice I was travelling back to Saudi Arabia the next day so we thought we'd quickly get something in we met up at 11pm, started recording at midnight and we left from the house at 3am so special thanks and special thanks to the guest uh, very last minute again, less than 24 hours notice his wife was expecting at the time. So uh, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept from all of us. And uh, I know you'll be watching from an entertainment angle, but perhaps uh, watch with the mentality or the mindset from, uh, from a learning perspective. I want to learn something. You may be inspired, you may become motivated. If you, uh, th- uh, if you tr- perhaps listen with that mindset, it will be quite useful. I hope you find beneficial, and I shall see you on the other side. How are you doing, Sheikh? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. We have Sheikh, my good friend, Sheikh Abu Taymiyyah from Leicester Shalif. I'm going to flip this, right? And he <laughs> wants to interview me, right? <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, Sheikh Umar, um, he's actually a childhood friend of mine, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, I know he wants to, uh, no, 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 he, <laughs> he wants to do this interview, you know, with myself and to ask me questions and whatever have you. However, I think it's only right that the audience know uh, the makana, the status that uh, Sheikh Umar has in many of our hearts, you know, uh, a childhood friend of mine. We actually went to the same primary school. Here in Leicester, this is back in uh, 
early 2000s, I think it was, right? Huh? Yeah, five and year six, Uplands, right? Uplands, yeah. Uplands. I think you joined late, think... right? Did I join late? Yeah, yeah, I joined yeah. in year four. W- w- were you there from the start? I think you joined in year five. Year four or year five? Maybe, right? Because I remember just before I left, because I left at the end of year five. Yeah. And we had this football thing. I went moved to London now. You actually replaced me in the in the football team. Yeah. Against the other schools, Highfield. Something family. like that, yeah. But I remember you, Sfanda. And which, whose class were you in? Do you remember? One teacher I remember is Mr. Green. Oh, Mr. Green. <laughs> I don't know if he's still alive or not, but uh, Mr. Green. So going back to uh, what I was saying, Sheikh Umar, Allahumma Barik, you know, from a very young age, he was an inspiration to a lot of us. Um, uh, he used to win all of the Quran competition, and I still think he's winning a lot of them. So we really looked up to him from a very young age, wanting and wishing to... Uh, you know, reach his level when it comes to the Quran, and here he is now. You know, being extremely humble, being the guy who interviews that uh, when it should be the opposite. <laughs> okay, so d- don't believe anything what he said. It's it's, it's definitely the other way around. But Jazakumullah no, khairun for for your kind words. Um, so we uh, obviously we want to we want to make this discussion obviously about the Quran, but um, I think it's probably beneficial to just keep it casual and flowing as well we, we can probably talk about the my first day that I got to Islamic University and you took me to uh, for Faham Warruz Bukhari Shiwai Biladi I actually forgot about that subhanAllah I just remember when you used to uh, win all of the Quran competitions but <laughs> <laughs> yeah no alhamdulillah um, obviously Quran competitions is um was was definitely a big part of my life. As in, I, I would I would honestly say that uh, if I didn't enter these competitions, and obviously w- whether you win or lose, the the benefits there, right? You spend time studying and exactly. keeps you on top of your Quran. Exactly, exactly. And of course, you you participated in a few as well, right? Well, I remember there were London ones because we uh, was it that one? Yeah, because I think I met you a couple of times in uh, the the annual. I think it was Amman Trust. I don't remember exactly where it was, but I think it was in somewhere West London or something. Yeah, yeah, that that, that was Amul Trust, I think. Yeah, because yeah. there were there were two in London at that time, Amul Trust and um, Regents Masjid. Okay, I went to the Regents one a couple of times yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I remember I used to get a phone call from my dad every year. Listen, the Quran competition's coming up. Get ready. And it was just from the angle of you know what, dad's telling me I need to get back onto my Quran. London was very distracting. In fact, it's not like Leicester here. We have madaris everywhere. You know, w- w- was your father still in Leicester and you were in London, or you no, all moved? Okay. But sometimes we would go abroad and I'd get the phone call, right? The call get up. summoned. <laughs> you need to go to this Quran competition. You need to do this. So he tried to keep on top of us in that regard. Okay. Right. Um, but yeah, but London wasn't necessarily the same as Leicester. I always, you know, really um, admire the institutes here in Leicester. I think you studied in Leicester as well, right? Was it? Uh, as in, in terms of Quran, I did my hifth here, but I finished with my father at home. Okay, mashallah. And then, uh, obviously, that I does account in that. That's a, that's another podcast, yeah. right? <laughs> but um, the I'm not sure about yourself, but I'll, we, we, we'll we'll definitely come into it. But when I finished, I finished at the age of twelve, and my hifth was very weak. As in, mm. I wouldn't call myself a hafid. Uh, as as in some of the madaris, they focus too much on you know pushing you forward without any muraja'ah. So yes, yeah, so I did I did uh, finish with my father, but then I went on to 
um, learn Tajweed and the rest of it in Leicester as well, but privately. So I didn't actually study in one of the like you know the the the, the popular madaris. Hmm. Uh, what about yourself? What age did you finish? Well, like we 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 went to a madrasa here in uh, Masjid Falah. Okay, were you in Falah? Yeah, yeah, Masjid Falah. Yeah. How many years? So this is Subhanallah the second time round. But before that, so of course there was two stages. Before I went to London. <laughs> Let's start from the beginning. Where were you born? Were you born in Leicester? I was born in the Netherlands. Netherlands. Oh, okay, okay. So there's another picture as well. Yeah. Okay. But I, I really like speaking about Leicester because you know they 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 had a really big impact on myself, right? Where how to revise the Quran? You know, you have the Indian sort of Asian. Yeah, the Indian yeah. kind of like you know the, it's it's very well known within Hanafi institutes, right? And uh, and I really appreciate that about them. Subhanallah. So you have the Sabakara. Andor. That's how the So uh, I think prior to me going to London, I was in Masjid Rahman. Okay, you in Masjid Rahman as well? Rahman, yeah. That's like my dad's local, you know yeah, that's that, right? Local. That's where all the Somalis used to go. Yes. And it was Sheikh Musa. Sheikh Musa. Hey. And uh, I lived on Twycross Street at the time. No way. Twycross Street, yeah. You know I was bought up on Copsal Street, right? Oh, I didn't know that. At the bottom, you've been to my dad's house, no? Well, you obviously oh, yes, around the corner now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. At the right bottom, right next to Uplands. Yeah. And then because Masjid Rahman was around the corner, yep. we used to study madrasa there. No way. <laughs> I'm learning all this now, but <laughs> So that was before. Mm. I didn't actually go to any of the uh, the Asian, uh, the Madaris, before I went to London, I believe. It was more when I came back. Yeah. So five years, spent in London, and I came back, yeah. and I went to Masjid Farah. Okay, so was this after Uplands? Yeah, so I, I left in year six. You left, left in year, year six. six, and then you came back in? I did year six in London. Yep. All the way up to year 10, and then year 11 I came back. Okay, you came back to Leicester in year 11, which you did at Moat. No, I tried to enroll for Moat. Okay. But um, there was no spaces at the time because it was year 11, right? Okay, yep. And I don't think a lot of... Uh, no, no, they, they don't really accept Yeah, they don't really right. like someone who just... But then they was their loss because I ended up getting very good grades and Mashallah. from which it got registered for uh, Riverside. Oh, Riverside used to go all the way there. <laughs> which eventually got closed. Down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's very interesting. It, was, it actually got closed down because it was apparently such a rubbish school. You know, it's on the other side. It's in a very I don't know how to describe it, but Bronson um, is an Bronson awful place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but right now there's a lot of people moving out to Brunston. I'm not sure if you know. Really? I think so. I think they're moving out to Beamon Lees and uh, and uh, I don't think Brunston. I don't know. Like uh, my dad was saying that uh, I think the 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 the, the Somalian brothers really they they, they 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 very like and any they, they, yeah they, they're taking over Beamon Lees. They're they willing to move anywhere, right? <laughs> Myself. Even what's the other place called New Park? I think it's New Park Saf. Safonin is yeah, that, that area, right? I think that's where it is. And this area is Knighton. Uh, and you also now got Glenpava. <laughs> Glenpava is down the road. Glenpava, right? really from here? Yeah, yeah, Glenpava is down the road. It's really on the edge. It's like on the edge of Leicester, near Foss yeah. Park. It's yeah. around there, yeah. My dad's been moved there. Yeah, and there's a lot of Muslims moving there now as well. Exactly, that, yeah. yeah. So that, that, that's what I think I saw a statistic, I think it was yesterday. Just was yesterday, it? I saw it in Leicester, <laughs> Birmingham, yeah. and Manchester has officially become uh, a non, non-white majority. majority. I mean, I remember, subhanAllah, you just reminded me, um, even one time a fight broke out involving my mother mm. 
She was like, uh, yeah, on Twyker Street, she was physically assaulted. Uh, by? Um, so you had mainly the, uh, you know, a group of people from, I think, Jamaicans. Were, Jamaicans, yeah. Jamaicans, yeah. They lived on the side of the street. And then I think my little brother looked at someone there and he said, what are you looking at? And then my little brother was extremely, extremely young. And then my mom got involved and then just escalated. Um, you know Sheikh Saleh Juma? Yes, he was. He happened to be around and then he came basically and just jumped in and then he got into a fight. And so, uh, subhanAllah, yani, yeah, that's what you reminded me of, subhanAllah. Yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was pretty. Yeah, I used, to, I used to kind of like as a youngster growing up in that area. Yep. Wasn't always comfortable walking around outside. I remember once, like, we. We, we, we had a f like some altercation outside. Mm. We look outside the window and there's a guy lying there on the floor and there's blood like dripping down to the end of the road <laughs> or of the street. Really? So someone got stabbed to death there. But Alhamdulillah now, like, as we say, the Muslims, I don't know, just... just yeah, okay, the Muslims have, have taken over. I feel like... <laughs> I think it's funny. There's a brother called uh, Yahya Baker. He's a river, white river. From Baker. Leicester? Yeah, no, he's... Well, he studied at, uh, I believe, DMU. Okay. He studied at DMU. Yep. He's now moved back to London, right? This brother would travel with me back and forth to different places, right? Yep. And um, and sometimes what he would do, he would come from London, train station, and then walk to my house, which is not far from the train station, right? Yeah, which, uh, the Matlock? No, 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 no. Masjid Farah, you know. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Don't want to expose where I live, but... Uh, <laughs> so he'd walk in and everyone's looking at him. And he was like, why are all these Asian people looking at me, right? And because he's like the odd one out, because he's mainly Asian, right? So he's like the only white guy that you see walking around. And this is our area, subhanAllah. They see a non-Asian person walking by. You know, everyone's like, what's he doing here? Like, you know, it's, it's not common to see that. Yeah. Basically. I, I think to be honest, like, I think when it comes to high fields in particular, mm -hmm. the, the, the Asian people generally have a, a bit of a different mentality in the sense that like, back home mentality where they're like if anyone is different on you they stare that's how much they took over huh? so now me personally I, I wallahi, really appreciate what the, the Asian community done for me and um, it's that system from back home that's been brought here which has proven to be a huge success yep for many people right even though subhanAllah I was a bit of a lazy student but I took that system I always applied it wherever I went you know the sabak yep Haran. Do you, what do you sabak, sabak, sabak para Sabak para And, and para, door, right? door, oh, door, door 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 yeah So I always kind of applied that Wherever I went Yeah And that's what they taught me And Yeah So so I studied with that system as well And then What is it? The Hanafi system right? Is it, is it... I wouldn't say Hanafi system I would say like the Asian system mm. India, Pakistan, Bangladesh This type of place I wouldn't say Hanafi Because Hanafi You can find Hanafis everywhere So, yeah. so um, What I meant is The madaris that You know are mainly Predominantly Hanafi Maybe that's something that they came personally with. Potentially, but the thing is, like, I'm thinking of like, you know, like Kyrgyzstan and them type of places. Mm. I don't know what they, what them, you know, uh, mm. Uzbekistan and them. I, I don't know what they do there, but mm. I know they predominantly Hanafi as well, sir. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so yeah, I was brought up with this system as well and definitely very beneficial. Um, one tweak that I made though, and I don't know if you know my teacher, Qari Khalil Aswat. He's actually like my like, he's actually my cousin brother, my dad's his uncle, but... Is it from MIQ? Mm, he, 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 he leads Salah, I think he's... I know uh, Qari Zakir. No, Zaid, Qari Zaid. No, the one that leads now, Zakir, he lives on Melbourne Road. I don't know who that is. He has glasses, mashallah. 
graduated from IDA. Okay, no, no, no. Karakhali is older than us. Uh, I think maybe, yeah, yeah. But he, yeah, he, so he's taught at uh, Darul Ulum Nesta and stuff mm. like that. But anyways, uh, what, what, what he taught me is that we should flip it over. So, okay. you start, so the students start with Dor, mm-hmm. then Sabak Para, then Sabak. Because what, what happens is they, they, they learn the Sabak, so they move forward. And then time runs out as well. Yeah, and then they, they, they might or they might not know the Sabak Para, but the Dor always gets left out. Dor, you guys say Duxi or something. No, no, Duxi. I'm just going freestyle here. Duxi is the Madrasa. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. In Arabic, they call it and Baida. Okay. which means close, and Baida, which means far. In 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 the Yemeni culture. Well, I just in Arab world. Arab. Okay. And the Somalians have specific word. Would you know? What do they call it? They call it um, Subis. Yes, that's the one. That's <laughs> yeah, no, 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 Subis is basically. Subis <laughs> <laughs> is when you read a verse, and then the guy next to you reads a verse, okay. and then the guy like that, and then they finish. Finish like that, okay. Yeah, they currently do that in Masjid Furqan with the new Imam there. I think they finish the Quran every two weeks or something. MashaAllah. They've got a group of brothers. Yeah. I wish I could be part of it, but uh, I'm a bit of a traveler. But, um, <laughs> They're finishing the Quran every couple of weeks. Allahu barik. Yeah, so exactly. So, so what I'm saying is like the the muraja used to get left behind. Mm. So people, they just finish and parents have the focus on finishing for the kids mm. and the kids obviously want to finish as well. So we, we flipped it around. So uh, then so as soon as he comes to the school, yeah. first thing he needs to do is muraja, which is of course going to solidify his Quran. Exactly. So Jameel. quarter juz, half juz, mm. full juz, depending on how far he's gone. Mm. And then it's the sabak bar, which is the last... Five or five to ten sabaks, yeah? yeah. And then, if if he finishes that, if he or she finishes that, then they can do the sabak. If they don't, then khalas, come back tomorrow and yeah, start again. It's actually, you know, because really good, it, yeah. well, well, there's no matters at the end of the day, right? Yeah. The is what too, too many people finish and they don't know anything. How can you call them half and myself included, as I say? So, yeah. um, and also, I wanted to say that when I was 18. I don't want to talk too much about myself because you've already spoken enough about me at the start. But when I was 18, you know, Mas Taiba. Yes. Uh, yeah, since yeah, yeah. they 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 uh, one of the main teachers there, he 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 contacted me and he was he was sh- he was like Ajib, like he, he was thinking like, how do these Asians here yeah, on every single street there's like ten huffar? He he was trying to think like we've been running this madrasa for ten years. And we haven't produced one half of What's the problem here? So I explained to him this system and he, he had never heard of it before and he told me to come teach there and in, uh, implement this system. So um, so I tried, but uh, then obviously I, I, I had to... Had to I, I, this system works over a few years, right? Mm. Like it has to be mm. like a three to four year thing. And of course, a lot of the Hanif and Madaris here, they've been very well established for decades. For years, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but I think system is a very important part. Um, so, what, what age did you finish your hifth? I finished. What, what's the story behind <coughs> So, I, I, I went to Yemen. Okay. What, what age, if you don't mind? I don't like disclosing my age, but. Uh, <laughs> if you don't want to say, you feel free. Yeah, I went first year college. Okay. <laughs> I thought I <laughs> First year okay. college. Just let me know what you, you want me to delete. <laughs> You can go to college at any age, right? Anyways, first year of college, I went to college. And then uh, after my January exams, I left. Okay. So I went there. Did you go QE? 
Yeah, QE. He is it? As well, right? I was at QE as well. We went the same time. Yeah, but I never, I never remember seeing you at all. Did did you not attend lessons or something? You Subhanallah, I don't know if you know, if you remember a brother called Muawiyah. Do you remember a brother called Muawiyah? Asian brother. Asian yes, brother, yes, yeah. yes. I just you met know? him like a few weeks ago. So after years. He lives in North. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Yeah? Yep. Me and him were actually in the same law class. Okay, mashallah, you're going to be a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> law, accounting, physics and maths. Accounting? I was in accounting as well. Yeah. Who, who was your teacher? So he was, uh, well, I can't remember. I really can't. But I remember doing the balance sheets and things like that. I was extremely, extremely interested in accounting. Uh, and that's the direction that I was wanting to actually go to, go towards, right? But um, <coughs> alhamdulillah, I didn't. <laughs> so no comments, me, no me, comment. me and him were in the, in the same law class. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we actually, subhanAllah, reconnected a couple of weeks ago. A brother messaged me on Instagram and he goes, oh, I'm sure you remember your very close friend. I don't know whether he said it or he was my friend, Muawiyah. We used to turn the whole class upside down. <laughs> Something along the lines of that. So he sent me the number, we reconnected, we began to speak. And I actually called him two days ago. Was it today? No, no, two days ago, yes. Um, I was like, let's, let's uh, you know, just catch up again. And he was right next to my house as well, subhanAllah. Up the road. Yeah, up the road, Masjid Noor, Burner Street, somewhere around there. And uh, but he told me he's currently in Birmingham, so maybe inshallah after that, just reconnect. Inshallah. It's important that we don't forget the people that uh, you know are most closest to us. Um, so yeah, we mean him in the same class. So I did use the ten classes now. <laughs> Mashallah, he's 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 your he's your uh, proof evidence. <laughs> yes. So okay, so you finish when you finish your hifth in Yemen. Yeah, so I went. I was there for a year. Then I moved uh, from uh, Dar uh, from uh, from Hadramaut. Okay. Went to Dar al Hadith in Damaj, and I was there for like maybe. Seven months? Okay. Finished the Quran. Yeah, within that period. I had a Malaysian teacher, may Allah have mercy upon him. He was actually younger than me, and I used to read on him. And the system, and because we're speaking about systems, I think is maybe worth mentioning. Um, <clears throat> he would always say to me, the real hev starts after you finish. So I remember it was a bit weird the way I started, or where I started. I started from Surat Kaf, went all the way down, and then I came back up. And then last... Sabak that I read was Surat Al Isra. So Surat Al Kaf to Surat Al Nas. Yeah, and then after that I went Al Baqarah Al Isra. Most people they finish at Nas, right? Yeah. I ended up finishing at Surat Al Isra for some reason. I just thought, you know what? Let me hit the ground running very quickly. Mm. I came. I was like Surat Al Kaf is something that we read all the time. I like Surat Maryam as well. Mm. Huh? Um, so let me just uh, start with Surat Kaf. Uh, I feel good about myself if I just run through it quickly. Inshallah. I'd have already half a juice finished, then Surat Maryam, Taha as well is extremely sweet, huh? and then like that. So that's, uh, Alhamdulillah, that really helped me get the, get, the, get the ball rolling, right? And then after that, when I went down, came back up, and then finished the Surat Al-Isra. And I remember when I finished, it was like, it starts right now. SubhanAllah. Starts right. And he was, was younger true. than you. Yeah, he was actually younger than me. Whoa. And their system was, after you finish, you have to read every day one juice. And he has to be like water. You make any mistakes, you're going to have to underline it, and you're going to have to make sure that you repeat that same juz the next day as well, alongside the next juz. So you finish 30, yep. then you do two juz every day, you'll end up finishing the Quran in 15 days. And then after that, you do three juz, and then five juz in each sitting, 
then 10 juz, finish in three days, then 20 juz, and then you do the whole Quran in one sitting. SubhanAllah. Yeah. So this is after your seven months you had to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, he said you're going to have to do it. You know, over there, you have to be very independent. Okay. There's no one kind of like pushing you around, you know. So I found this brother, and I was like, you know what? He's amazing. Let me stick with him. Right. This brother, the one that's younger than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's not like you didn't go there and like sit in a big class of people. No, not at all. It doesn't work like that. No, no, it wasn't like that. Okay. In 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 the match, we had the resources. Like you'd have lessons everywhere. Imagine there's thirty new lessons opening up. Well, between twenty to thirty lessons opening up every single week. Every single week. Every single week. Of a, so it's of the book. teachers yeah. who teach and then the students, they teach as well. So everyone teaches what they've, you know, made solid. Okay. Which will make, subhanAllah, you know, the knowledge that you've studied solid, you know. Um, and that's the best way of actually revising knowledge. So they will basically, for example, he's good at Nahaw. He studied Nahaw properly. Yep. Uh, of course, I think he would also have to get a, uh, a permit permission to be allowed to teach. And he can't, he can't just teach anything. Yeah. But then he would be given permission to maybe teach Nahaw because that's what he's good at. Yep. So there's always lessons happening, right? Uh, as for the Quran, there were classes that people could go to reading to a teacher, but I found him and uh, I'm just free, like, you know, just every day I'm reading. Malaysian brother. Yeah, Malaysian brother. I'm not too familiar with uh, the Maj in Yemen. Obviously, I've heard, heard of the place. Mm. Um, so you get people from all over the world. Actually, people coming from around the world. That's and, and, and it's not like an institution where there's a headmaster. And Ach, you had, you, you just go there and there's no a class visa. If you burn your passport, you know, no one will say anything to you. There was actually brothers that burned their passports. They were like, we're never leaving. Made hijra khalas. Is it? Yeah. Yes. It, 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 this is, it, Damaj is the name of the city. It's, so? it's basically a village. Okay. It's a village in the middle of nowhere. Right? Um, the closest city, I think it's called Saada. It's the north. It's not far from the Saudi border. Okay. Approximately Jazana. six, seven hours from um, the capital, Sana'a. Okay. So yeah, so uh, people would come from all over the world. Okay. From what I've been told, and I've seen, uh, you know, uh, some notes that were put together, for approximately 100,000 Hufad graduated from that place. Mashallah. Yeah. Like over the years. Quran. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because, because I'm aware that they memorize a lot of hadith. Yeah, 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 yeah. So over there, memorizing Bukhari was like, like the the the, the teacher, um, the Malaysian Sheikh, um, he was actually uh, memorizing Al Muntaqa, which is basically uh, by the grandfather, or you know, authored, well, compiled by the grandfather Mutimia, a hadith, ahkam. You know how you have Bulugh al Maram? Okay. Al-Muntaqa is basically a lot more vast and a lot more in-depth when it comes to the hadith that he has in there. So he was just memorizing that and I think he finished it as well. There's other people memorizing Sahih Muslim, Sahih Bukhari. Yeah. This is normal then? Yeah, somewhat. People memorizing Bulugh Maram. Even in the Haram, in Medina, I just came to the conclusion this is something that goes back to that person. Doesn't matter where you are, what, what, what do you mean go back to the person? I mean his hard work and his zeal and his effort, of course, by the tawfiq Allah Azza wa has to open that door for him. But I've seen brothers, little kids memorize Bukhari and Muslim in the haram. You know there's the halaqat, right? Next to yes, Sheikh yes. Abbas Sheikh. Hmm. Is the halaqat hifd al-sahihayn. They memorize them in Bukhari and Muslim. SubhanAllah. Yeah. 
We became very good friends, me and Luke. I'm not on them levels yet, so I'm not too, I'm not too aware <laughs> right now. But yeah. <laughs> no, well, I, I, I didn't know. Yeah. As, in, as in, obviously, yeah, mm. it's, it's the haram and there's lessons going yeah. on and stuff. And of course, you've got Sheikh Rushaydan as well. You've probably heard of him, right? Sheikh Rushaydan? Yeah. He's the one that reads on Sheikh Al-Abbad. Okay. So he has like, I call it the deadliest halaqat in the mamlaka, in the kingdom. Deadliest in what sense? Like they make you read backwards. Oh, is it? Yeah, they make you read backwards. And just I'll, I'll, Yeah, I'll be honest, as in, because <clears throat> I've only been there for like just over a year, mm. my, I was trying to sort of like strengthen my Arabic to begin yeah. with. I just thought there's, there's no point in me sitting in these, you know, big lessons and with yeah. big teachers if I don't know. I think sometimes people, they just, they tend to sit in certain lectures just to say I've studied under someone. Mm. But I don't really agree with that. And I think that, as in like, th- th- that doesn't really benefit you. You have to do what is most uh, exactly, beneficial pr- priorities for your so, progress. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, of course, like, uh, it's, 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 it's definitely interesting, mashallah. Um, how's, okay. how's, how, how have you been doing? Like, you know, your freshers? Freshers. <laughs> Well, that's, yeah. what, that's what they call it, right? Freshman. The, the first year. Huh? You're a freshers, like. Yeah, no, I've, I finished freshers. Oh, you finished? Yeah, yeah. as in I've, I've finished from Mahad. I'm in Kulia now. Oh, so, in Kulia, mashallah. Yeah, I just finished Musaw al Awal. Okay. Sharia? Did you go into Sharia? Uh, Quran, Kulia al Quran. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillah. Shatibiyah, huh? Shatibiyah. Can you remember that? Honestly, any advice? Kulia al Quran is one of the strongest faculties because of the amount of memorization they do. Okay. In Sharia, you're chilling. Is it? Let's be honest. In that, in the sense where they don't actually tell you to memorize anything. Okay. Okay. But there is a lot of uh, ilm that you can take away from there. But you're gonna have to put in the work. You're gonna have to, you know, take away the uh, foundational books because what they teach you is not necessarily like beginner's level. Okay. They kind of throw you into the deep end. For example, you go through Bidayat and Mujtahid when I was there, but I know the curriculum was changed. It's changed now. Now it's changed for the third time. Oh, it's changed for the third yeah. time now. So Bidayat al-Mujtahid, like even if you look at the title, it means the beginning of doing Ijtihad. No. Huh? So, um, by Ibn Rushd, a book authored by Ibn Rushd. So you would need to, the whole idea was, you come to the university with a madhab. Yep. Um, those who come from Africa, they've got the Maliki madhab, right? Um, those who come from Somalia, they've got the Shafi'i madhab. Those who come from maybe, uh, you know, most parts of Asia, they come with the Hanifi madhab. Does that make sense? And um, and then you basically go into Bidayat al-Mujtahid, which is basically comparative fiqh. So you're going through the different you know views of the different madahib, and uh, it tells you the reason why they differed with one another. So that's what we were studying. But then after, I, I was in the last batch before they changed the curriculum. Then they made it more hanbali. Now I heard, for one year you study hanbali fiqh, and then you move on to Bidayat al-Mujtahid. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, the, the first year is is Sana Mushtarika. Yani all the kulliyat mm. will all study the same first year. Mashallah. So, I am so really you, happy. So you're humble, Wallah, huh? I'm, I'm humble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. As in, as in, Wallahi, like yeah. personally, I've yeah. never. I've never studied fiqh the way I've studied in this first semester. Oh, because but, I, you, but you're going to have to learn the Hanafi fiqh, okay? you're coming back to Hanafi you. community. Yeah, my teacher Nasta. said that. He said, he oh, you said, have to. Yeah, my, my teacher said, he yeah. said like, you, you, you don't go back to your, your locality if they're doing something else, you start teaching them. Start causing a war because of uh, fiqhi related issues. Yeah, now. it's ridiculous. But yeah. obviously we're, we're in Saudi Arabia, so the humbly fiqh is the yeah, 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 so, yeah. so that's why they teach. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so... I don't know, like, 
you know like for example like for, for example tajweed like a lot of the, most people they wouldn't they wouldn't learn the theory behind tajweed they'll just learn how to read like you'll just repeat after the teacher inna atayna you don't know like why you why you saying inna or why you stretching and same with fiqh like we learn how to read salah but we've never learned like personally i had never learned like literally okay we do this because the hadith says this and we mm. do this and then sajda sahwa in three instances and the rest of it so alhamdulillah i'm very happy with Allah this Allah. new system yeah. like i think everyone gets that one year grounded like mm. base level it gives Rather you a foundation basically foundation yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. i think that's important because yeah, very important if i went straight to takhassus yani fil quran like I would miss out on all this on the basics and, and I'm, everything, and I'm yeah. so happy like and because I think I think that's a bit of a problem as well like what I've seen here in the West is one memorizes the Quran and then jumps straight into Qiraat yep right I think there's two extremes to this there's those there are those who completely dismiss the importance of Qiraat yep and I think that's just ignorance right um, it's very important even there's ahkam fiqhiyah uh, you know um in relation to the different, you know, wordings of the Qiraat and whatever have you, right? Like, oh, lamastum, lamastum, you know? Uh, what, do, do you want to just explain? Yeah, oh, la, you know, for example, in Hafs, you have lamastum, right? Which basically means sexual intercourse. Oh, nisa. No. no. Uh, but when it comes to Kisa'i and also uh, Hamza, they read lamastum, touching. Oh, oh lamastum, or just... Oh, lamastum, oh, oh, lamastum oh, yeah, oh, lamastum, which basically could change the meaning here. Okay. And the Hanabila and also the Shafi'i, they took from this, that if you touch a woman, he breaks your wudu. However, the Hanabila, they said, if you touch her with shahwa. So, I studied. Right? Yep. If you touch her with shahwa because of a hadith. Right? Does that make sense? So the Qiraat do actually have, I think, the, 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 the most easiest and convenient uh, view on the issue of touching is uh, the Hanafi <laughs> exactly <laughs> my teacher made a joke he said I think for this issue you, you'll all be Hanafi <laughs> and they've actually got a narration for it you know I'm, I'm totally against uh, people saying that you know the Malahib um, they just uh, you know have their own conclusions on things no Akhi is based on hadith and whether you might whether you disagree with the authenticity that's a whole different issue but the narration, subhanAllah, it's even mentioned in Bulugh al-Maram. Can Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yuqabbilu ba'adha nisaihi thumma yakhruj ila salati walam yitawadda. Like he would kiss some of his wives um, and then he would basically leave to the salah without making wudu. Right? Um, narrated by Imam Ahmed. But Imam Bukhari, he weakened it. But there's others, you know, they, they said something different pertaining to it. But the point of the matter is there is a substance there as to how um, the madahib and the different scholars, they would uh, you know, conclude, uh, you know, on the ijtihadat. But, but yeah. So, yeah, so effectively we were saying that uh, it's important to have the basic or the base level of knowledge in terms of fiqh, for example. Mm. So you said some people, they become hafid, then they go straight to Qiraat. Yeah, yeah, so we were talking so about that. Yeah. That, that, was like, that would have been me. Yeah. No, so, uh, like, uh, you, they jump into Qiraat, but then when it comes to the basics mm. of maybe fiqh, salat, wudu, and also issues of a tawheed, they might not necessarily have so, studied it, right? Yeah. So, uh, yani, I think there has to be balance. Mm. You have to kind of prioritize what's most important. Yeah, definitely. After, you know. Yeah, so effectively we have um, we have fiqh, madkhal al-fiqh, al-aqidah, 
we have like Maharatul Jam here. That's like some psychology kind of stuff. <laughs> so, so I think we might end up being psychologists as well. But yeah. and then we have Nahwa, which is of course important, and uh, Tajweed and Quran. So Ashana. Alhamdulillah. And then obviously now in the second semester, uh, we've just got our jadwal. So like uh, Ilmul Hadith, Tafsir. There's a few new bits as well. And they're going to be mainly focusing on. Uh... Oh, that's so, 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 second so, so, year you're going whole, to be. Yeah, the whole first oh, year, so not the second first semester. So you're I only thought, doing your tahassul for three years. Yes. Okay. But over nine semesters, because before it used to be two semesters, right? Two uh, semesters yeah. a year. Yeah. So now you'll end up doing twelve, and twelve uh, semesters in a year. No, no, twelve semesters in the okay, four okay, years. Okay, okay, okay. Three semesters, right? But three year. semesters in the year. Okay. So the sense. three semesters will be sanamushtarika. Mm. We'll be doing the same thing. So Jameen, it's good, nice. alhamdulillah. But they, they, they've already pushed us to like memorize five lines a day of Shah to be here. Oh, and Jameen. I'm Excellent. currently on line number two. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, yeah. but inshallah, we'll have to catch up. But in terms of like memorizing, what advice like would you give me first of all? Because obviously like we, we're making this video and the rest of it, but I always have the intention that this is for me first. Like... And then anyone that can benefit. Yeah, well. meant to be advising us like how to, <laughs> how to win the Quran competitions. <laughs> no, no. So, uh, well, what advice would you give in terms of memorizing mutun? Mm. Because it's different to Quran, Allah. Really? I don't know. Like for me, because Quran, like obviously, I've done it so many times. Yeah. I don't know, but and I was younger as well. I'm not going to say my age as well, like you, but. Um, yeah. Uh, Mutun is a bit different I just feel like In terms of Especially if you yeah. If you just new to, Not new to Arabic But you know um, I wouldn't say I'm like the strongest In Arabic so. Yeah With Mutun And also Hadith I just use the same Asian system Yeah I just use the exact Same system Like a Hadith For example Right Before I would do Three pages of Quran Right When I was memorizing In Yemen So now I, I want to do ten Right I would basically use the exact same system. Like 10 hadith a day or for example, if I'm doing five hadith, I would use the exact same system. There's even this uh, system that I came across. It's called spaced repetition. That's what they call it. Spaced repetition. Wallah, okay. okay. like, it's like, uh, I'm not going to call it revelation because revelation doesn't come down, but um, it just happened to fall onto me like this whole system of uh, memorizing and for a very long time I did not know how to actually articulate this kind of system to the people like I want to advise them in how to memorize it but I could just couldn't articulate it I remember when I was in Yemen they told me because I really struggled me personally I really really struggled with the Quran really struggled I would sit for like 19 20 hours trying to memorize one page, I'd go to the teachers as if I never memorized the Quran. In Yemen? In Yemen, yeah. Wallahi al-Azim. Without exaggeration, up until I became so sick, I got rushed into the to the sick room. Huh? I was there for like a whole week and a half. But anyways, 19 to 20 hours, I would sit there. I'd go to the teacher as if, and I remember they told me, listen, you're going to have to wake up in the night and make dua, and then within three weeks, you'll get your, you know, your answers. And it will become easy for you. So uh, alhamdulillah, I just, I just seen uh, the doors open. So what I would basically do is, I would do something called space repetition. I've, I've, tried, to, I've, I've tried to explain it on YouTube as well, there's a video. Um, let's just say, for example, I'm starting my Quran lessons, well, my, my, my Quran hivs, right, on Monday. And today is Saturday. I'm going to start softening up what I'm going to read to my teacher on Monday. 
from Saturday. Yeah, from Saturday. I'm going to soften it up. Meaning right? just start reading. Yeah, you start reading it. At least maybe you can say, Amma yatasa'alun. Beginning is difficult, but then Amma yatasa'alun. Okay, manage the next eye. Kada. Taib. Come Sunday. Right? I'm going to now strengthen what I softened up yesterday. Okay. And I'm going to make add a, a bit more on Sunday? Or? No, no, no. I'm going to come to that. Okay. But now I'm strengthening what I... Started softening up yesterday. We're on Sunday now, right? Also, the second thing that I'm going to do now is I'm going to start softening up what I'm going to read to the teacher on Tuesday. Does that make sense? So, okay. Yeah? So you are increasing on Sunday? Yeah. Okay. But I'm going to start softening up. Yeah, so one, to read half to is strengthened, half is softened. Yeah, so... As you move along. Softening. Um, Mashallah. This is called space repetition. Is yeah, it, yeah, someone just, just one, recently, one of the brothers that was coming to the classes, he was like, this method is actually called spaced repetition. Okay, this came to you now recently. No, but I came, to, no, I came to know about oh. what it's actually called. But before, the concept was there. Yeah. It's like it came down, you know? Mm -hmm. huh? Yep. And um, I was able to apply it. That's how I memorized the Quran. Okay. And I just continued doing that with the hadith, with mutun and everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. I'm just thinking how, how I memorize right now. I think for me, it's just like constant repetition. Mm. Just like, and and I don't just, re like, you know, if you just repeat looking in, mm. th that's good. And at the start, you have to repeat looking in. As in, you have to start by looking because you don't want to make obvious mistakes. Mm. So I, I read, I read like a couple of lines and then I read them properly. I might even listen to them once. Just so that I, I know I'm not making any mistake, and then, and then I'm repeating, but as you're repeating, you start, you start remembering bits. So I'm repeating, but then I'm, I'm also looking out, and as I keep repeating, I'm starting to remember more bits. I'm looking out more than looking in, and then the tables turn, and then I've maybe the next day though because i think there is some yeah, you something. may have noticed right you're reading so much today like repeating yeah. it so much you'd go to the teacher still a it's little weak. bit but then the next morning it's strong it's a lot more stronger than it was before mm. yeah so before so i used to stress so like, it's the same method yeah it's the same thing yeah. yeah because i used to i used to like i used to get annoyed at myself i used to be like i've read this so many times i still don't know it mm. but then i used to realize after a while that the, the next day I would know it or two days later so then now it's more like relaxed I'm, I'm not too hard on myself and I know that after two days I'll, I'll be stronger and exactly, yeah. we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, have yeah. the next challenge yeah, to get through yeah. so that's the way it is right um, so alhamdulillah that's that's quite interesting in terms of memorising and the yeah. rest of it uh, just moving on to like a different sort of area yeah. um, just a general question what, what's your favourite surah in the Holy Quran and why Surah Yusuf Surah to Yusuf. Surah to Yusuf. I think uh, Qari Ahmad might have said the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah? I think, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I just recently did a, a whole university tour okay. where I went past 27 universities and the theme of the tour was Surah to Yusuf. Okay. It's so shami, like it deals with uh, so many of the societal issues that we have, free mixing, being infatuated, right? And something that, you know, especially in today's day and age, just about anyone from different walks of life can relate to. Okay. Whether you're someone who's been thrown into prison, you know, Yusuf Ali Sato was someone thrown into prison, um, whether it was, you know, done justly or unjustly. Um, 
dream interpretation is something that interests a lot of people, intrigues them. Mm-hmm. You know, very mysterious to a lot, right? Um, if you're a father who has multiple children, how to treat them. If you're someone who has multiple wives, because Yaqub had multiple wives, had two wives. One of them gave wives. wife to uh, one of them gave birth to Yusuf and also Benjamin, the other to the rest. The other ten. Yeah. Okay. What was his wife's names? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so Surah to Yusuf is your. Yeah, it's my favorite. And in, in terms of your. And also, I'll tell you why, right? Yeah. Um, if you look at how Allah Subhanahu wa Taala saved a lot of the prophets, um, it was through miracles, right? Like Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, how did Allah save him? This by way of miracles, right? Snake. Also, um, we know uh, Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, Allah azza wa jal, uh, sent down angels to aid and support him in some of his battles, right? Um, however, when you look at and also, you know, Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, he was granted miracles. Uh, Nuh alayhi salatu wasalam, you know, the flood it's a huge miracle, right? So, ala kulli hal, when you look at Yusuf alayhi salatu wasalam, the difficulties and the hardships that he went through. For example, when he was thrown into prison. Allah could have easily split that prison open, right? Mm-hmm. Just like he split, split, the sea the sea, split the moon for the Prophet wasallam. But Allah chose not to, right? He exited from that prison the same way most people would, from the front doors, right? Even though Allah could have split. Yeah, 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 subhanAllah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really a story that a lot of people can relate to, especially if you're someone who's going through a lot of hardships and... Uh, and difficulties Even one of the Salaf mentioned that uh, You know If you're ever feeling sad And you restore it to Yusuf It'll make you Feel so much good after that SubhanAllah Astarah hmm? Very interesting So uh, to me You know it was, uh, it, was, it was like a game changer In so many different Aspects of life And in, in your Different universities Did you talk about Like a different sort of theme not really, genuine? not really. I would try to add things from here and there. Yeah. But I realized all of these university students, they are in need of the same lessons that I'm, you know, giving, in a different giving to university. the yeah. different university, right? Yeah. Look, he's speaking about, for example, when Yusuf والسلام, was locked inside of the chamber. You know, the wife of Al-Aziz said, hey, Talak, let's get it on. She tried to basically commit fahisha with him, right? So that's extremely relatable. We would speak about social media because um, one of the lessons that we can take away from Surah Yusuf is hasad, right? Is envy. Um, and uh, subhanAllah, you know, uh, I link that with how everybody now flashes all of their blessings onto the world wide web and you could easily be envied and that evil eye is that reality and whatever have you. Because, uh, you know, Yaqub told his son Yusuf, don't relate your dream to your brothers. As they will what? Plot against you. Uh, and then I went into, you know, who should we tell? Who should we? Who shouldn't we? Taib, why are you posting everything onto the world? But anyways, the lectures online it was like for two hours that I go on for literally two Each hours. I'm on the mic. Yeah, maybe even more than that sometimes. So full two hours, and even then we didn't go past the fourth page. Like <laughs> uh, from uh, as in, in the beginning, Quran, from the some lessons that we're taking. Like I would only stand over a couple of verses or a couple of parts of verses. Like one of the parts that we would stand over. Uh, which I thought was very, very important for the university students, when he, when, when one of the brothers said, اُقْتُلُوا Yusuf Kidim. What did he say at the end? You can find it at the end of the verse, right? وَتَكُونُوا مِنْ بَعْدِ After that, you'll all become righteous people. Isn't this a kind of concept that 
or a thought process that many suffer from, especially when they uh, start a university that is far away from their homes. Huh? You know, you've come from this conservative background. You've always been righteous. Just one night, huh? disobey Allah as an after you'll become righteous. This was really no, that one thing leads to another. To be honest, that, that's not only university students. That's everywhere. Yeah, that's that's, that's uh, till till my age now, and probably the the yeah. older generation as well. So there were so many points that I could you know make very relatable Mashallah. to the university student. I personally really enjoyed them, and may Allah will reward all of these brothers mm. and sisters mm. who um, put a lot of their time, blood, sweat, and tears. tears that's what they call it, right? into setting up these programs. Some of them did get, you know, they were given a very hard time. But, uh, you know, they, they took they took a lot of bullets for me, you know. May Allah reward them. And alhamdulillah, it was, I, I personally see it as a huge success, you know. MashaAllah, yeah. excellent, excellent. Even like, for example, you know, Yusuf gets thrown into prison. The first thing that he calls is Tawheed. In prison, he's calling the people to Allah Azza wa Jalla, SubhanAllah. Teaches you what you should start with when calling the people to Allah Azza wa Jalla. Okay, so in terms of like, I, I want to like, what, what, what my plan is with, with, with these episodes, with this podcast, is to have a theme hmm. which each, with each guest. So, for example, the first guest, Quran competition, winner of the biggest competition. Qari Ahmed Saab. Qari Ahmed Saab. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then obviously I have, I have other, other people lined up as well. But with yourself, I just wanted to keep it like, I don't know, like, I don't want to say general, but I wanted to talk more about ulum al-Qur'an, like how the, I know it's obviously a deep topic and there's so many angles that we can discuss, but when it comes to the Qur'an, like what can you say in terms of how the Qur'an came down? Just just a general outline on as to how the Qur'an came down and just basic points around that. So maybe the listeners... Uh, can benefit because I think sometimes like we end up talking about like all this sophisticated stuff like all this high level stuff but the people generally they need the basics well I think in this day and age if you go back to the basics people enjoy how how did revelation happen and what were the main points behind it mm. so uh, the Quran didn't all come down in jumlat in wahida it was sent down you know at uh, gradually over time you know, subhanAllah, you look at how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prohibited khamar. came down in three stages. What was the first one? La taqrabu salata wa antum sukara. Or was that the, the, the second one? You have the verse, يَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنَ الْخَمْرِ وَالْمَيْسِرِ قُلْ فِيهِمَا إِثْمٌ كَبِيرٌ And in another, كثير. فِيهِمَا إِثْمٌ كَثِيرٌ In another riwayah, yeah, كثير. كثير, نعم. Which, which riwayah? I believe it's قَالُونَ uh, is it Khanun? Hamza. Yeah, I think maybe it's Hamza. <laughs> Get in the camera, mate. <laughs> Get in. <laughs> yeah. Inshallah, yeah. in a few years, we'll, we'll, we'll have you. Yeah, <laughs> so you have Kabir and Kathir, right? Allah Azza wa Jal, you know, he's saying that they ask you about the Khamar. Tell them. Uh, it has Ithim, you know, it's sinful. Ithmun, Kabirun, wa manafi'ul nas. Likewise, it comes with benefit. Wa ithmuhuma akbaru min nafi'ihima. You know, the evil that it comes with is far greater than the benefits that it brings you. Just want to ask a quick question. Uh, f- from what angle are the benefits coming? We're talking about alcohol, right? Yeah. For example, now you sell alcohol 
Doesn't it come with benefits? Okay. So you're making profits. Yeah? You can make profits out of it, right? Um, but take, taking in, I can't really think of a benefit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. So generally speaking, it does have benefits okay. in that sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, not everything that has a benefit, we always consume, mm-hmm. right? The ithm of it is far greater than the benefits. Then you also have the other verse, Ya yuladhin amnu la taqrabu salata wa antum sukara hatta ta'lamu ma taqulun. Oh, you believe? Don't come close to the salah while you're in a state of intoxication. Up until you know, right, um, what you are saying, right? You're conscious. Uh, and then you have also the third verse. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِنَّمَا الْخَمْرُ وَالْمَيْسِرُ وَالْأَنصَابُ وَالْأَزْلَامُ رِجِسٌ مِنْ عَمَلِ الشَّيْطَانِ فَاجْتَنِبُوا They've now been instructed to stay away from it. So subhanAllah, when the companions heard that, they began to get the alcohol, they started pouring it. Uh, the streets of Medina were filled with alcohol. Yeah. So it came down gradually. That shows us as well the manhaj, the manhaj Qur'ani now, which is how we should kind of like, you know, gradually give people da'wah, so on and so forth. So the Qur'an would come down gradually, right? Also making it easier upon the companions to take in, mm. you know. And my understanding is uh, the Prophet Wasallam, he had uh, prophethood for 23 years and 13 years were in Mecca and 10 in Medina. And the 13 years, the Qur'an, the revelations were more fixed towards Tawheed and Da'wah and the other 10 years is where everything else basically Yeah, al-akhlaq, al-ahkam, and Right? Uh, a lot of these qisas, uh, for example, like Surah Kahf, yep. Surah Yusuf, right? Uh, there are so many lessons that would inspire the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Like he's going through so much trouble calling his family to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, right? And they were the most stubborn, right? And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving him examples of Ya'qub alayhi salatu Look at all the troubles that he went through. Right? Um, yani the one who was inspired before anyone else was none other than the Prophet sallallahu He was in need of inspiration. Right? If you come to me with your problems and you say to me, I'm going through this and I'm going through that. And I say to you, Umar, whatever you're going through, I've been through multiplied by 10. It'll make you feel a lot better. Especially now. And I was telling the university students, right? There was a there's, a, there's a lot of students messaging saying, oh, they applied but got rejected. And they feel disheartened. Mm-hmm. It's like, brothers, I applied seven years in a row. Seven years in a row and I still didn't get accepted. And when I did get accepted, yeah, it's not University of Medina. And when I did get accepted, I didn't actually apply. Imagine. <laughs> it's a similar story, you know. Huh? I applied seven years ago, yeah. as in eight years now. Spallah, yeah. And then I, I got my reply after seven years. Imagine that. And I'm sure you, you went to the office once for me to check. Oh, Whether you or, or Abu Bakr, you know, Eagle, will just mention him. Well, I went for so many brothers. I may yeah. have, you may and have contacted w- w- me. W- when they, when, I, I know when he definitely went, they said, we have no record of this brother. So <laughs> khalas, <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> and then, that was in 2016. So I thought, khalas, I'll focus on my accounting career. <laughs> but yeah. um, I'm, I'm not actually an accountant, FYI, but... Uh, but yeah, that's, that's fine. Um, and then in 2018, Regents Masjid called me and they said, come today because you're going to Medina next week. So I went, I went, I literally Regents went. Regents Masjid in London? Yeah, yeah I, I went through them basically. Okay. So, so you okay. know Dr. Ahmed, uh, no, he, he, he's the general there, but he, he's, he's the one that did my Tuskey and the rest of it. So he calls me, I went with my documents and 
and yeah and i sorted everything out and then and then a week later it's like no you, you're not going like there's been a misunderstanding or something this is in 2018 it's an emotional roller coaster yeah yeah wallah but i put you through a lot yeah yeah we, we, huh? we do we, we just take it because i remember right? i met you I, I we ran into one another a number of times in the haram when this in the last year no 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 before you actually started investing you were telling me that you're going to be coming and then I'm waiting like to the beginning of the year. You're not here. So what happened what, to what, what, When was this? Yeah, we ran into each other. Years in the haram. ago. Years. I'm talking about years ah. ago. Right. We would run into each other in the haram. Also, we ran into each other here in Leicester a couple of times. And you would tell me, yeah, I might be going. <laughs> you're thinking this then, guy's talking you know, rubbish. Come, come the beginning of the year and the brother's not here. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, so 2018, I thought, khalas, I'm like, I'm over this now. It's, it's, it is an emotional well, roller coaster. Emotional and obviously for our families, the uncertainty and the rest of it is yeah. crazy. Even right now, like, but alhamdulillah, we have to be grateful. <coughs> anyway, the qadr of Allah in it. Yeah. And then randomly in 2020, in summer 2020, uh, again, Eagle, he sent me a message and he said, uh, he, he sent the hadith saying, when there's good news, you should be the first to give the good news. And uh, is the hadith, what's the hadith? Uh, it's something like that anyway. Yeah. He, basically, he's saying, I want to be the first to give you the good news. And my name ended up on top of the whole UK list, <laughs> around the top. So, so then Alhamdulillah, I just thought, you know, this, this opportunity doesn't come. So, yeah, so I ended up coming after seven years. So you, you used to apply every year for seven years? Okay, every year. Mm. Like, you know, I was in Yemen and my dad would tell me to come over to help him out uh, with the group, you know, because my dad has a travel agency. This is, Akhi, 2000 and, what you call it, um, 2012. Um, I think even before that, yeah. But I would go over and he would take me, you know, uh, to the to university. physically apply. Yeah, yeah, I used to go to, uh, how many interviews did I have? Year in, year out. And every time they would say to me, inshallah, inshallah, abshir, abshir. You know the abshir that they give you on it? Do, do, do you know what actually happened to me? Uh-huh. I think there's a rule. If you if you send in more than one application, all of them get thrown out, sir. So. I don't know. Up until today, it's a mystery to me how people get accepted. Yeah, because I There's applied. no system. Like There's no like... Yeah, I think they're improving. To be yeah. fair, I think they're improving. Hmm. But I applied through Regents Masjid seven years before. And then when I went for the Musabaqa, yeah. I applied separately in 2016. So I think... I don't know what happened, but they both got thrown out, and then I don't know one. And you, st- and you started, Subhanallah, over after the age of twenty-five, right? Yeah, yeah. Alhamdulillah. Which is very strange. Which is very strange. Before when I was twenty. But even then, Subhanallah, I, I, yani, they would say to me, if a brother applies and he's twenty-five years of age, hmm. right, he's probably going to get rejected, because by the time he gets there, he's going to be over the age limit. Okay. Like there was a year, Subhanallah, I was able to get in a number of people. You yeah, I had I had basically a link. Okay, I got to know a link, and I told him, listen, there's brothers that come to me all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Literally every number that I gave got accepted. Okay, Uh, every name from UK. Yeah, yeah, from the UK, from the UK. Some of them have like different passports, but every name that I took actually got accepted. Yeah, it's just ajib, like it's ajib. Then after that, I lost the link. The guy, I come back after some holidays, and I go back to him. Oh, do you remember me? Because who you like you know. The guy has completely forgotten me. I was like, you got four guys in for me, you know? It's uh... He goes, huh? No? He didn't have his coffee that morning. And then I just lost him. And then later on, they just scrapped. Actually found another <laughs> one of the teachers that I was having private classes with. He was actually the guy who was interviewing everyone. So he did. He took some names and he put it through. And they got accepted as well. 
But then they scrapped the whole physical interviews. Is that interviews in person. Yeah, it's been completely scrapped. You can't actually go in physically for an interview now. So what do you have to do now? Just the online That's application? just an online thing. Then they do these tests now. Uh, online tests? Yeah, they do these online tests. Is it like the maths one, English shapes? No, no, no. Not, <laughs> no, 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 no. Not what they made you go through for the master's exam. No, this is just an Arabic exam to test you. But so, yeah, subhanAllah, yeah. يعني, uh, it's ajeeb, like honestly, years I applied for and then I, like everything happens for a reason, you know? I think one thing, I'm not sure, so you used to, which building did you did you stay in? 17. The whole time you were there? How many years were I you I stayed there? in the same room. Same roommate? Well, he changed, I think, the last year. They brought a different brother. But I had an Egyptian roommate, me and him got really, we really got along. And after that, it was a physical like, beef, yeah. No, no, no. Sure. <laughs> he was an Egyptian brother, and we really clicked because your roommate could either make or break your stay over there. Definitely. Like I know, brothers are always having issues. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. Um, so Alhamdulillah, I managed to have someone that I could, you know, build an understanding with. And then later on, when he graduated, a brother from Namibia came. Namibia. Yeah. You mentioned is, him when when we were there. Yeah, a neighboring country to South Africa. Okay. Speaks English. Yeah, speaks English. They both, South Africa and Namibia, they both speak English very well. Yep. Yeah, he was my roommate. Lovely brother. Lovely brother. You, I remember you mentioned to me, you said you have lessons late because I think 9.30 in the UK, but over there it's like 11.30, yeah, 12.30. But you said station. he's the best brother ever. He, he doesn't say anything. He yeah, he didn't have any issues. Mashallah. You know, no, it's very important. Well. I completely agree with the whole... Like people have issues with AC, the light... Friends coming in the room, in and out. Yeah, there was, there was a guy. <laughs> no, subhanAllah. There was a guy, um, like right in front of where I live, right? It's like they have pies in there. Some brothers, they would get together. I don't want to say the nationality, but... And then the brothers, you know, walking out, upset, angry. You know, they're, they're about they're to... Roommate. Yeah, the roommate. And they're about to go at one another. And I have to basically intervene and stop it. You know? And then even, subhanAllah, recently I got told that the roommate, well, the one who replaced me is actually cooking inside that. Inside the room? Yeah. Not in the kitchen? It's <laughs> cooking inside. Like there was boxes there that I, I still got some boxes there that have my books inside of it. Actually, there was like, uh, what do you call it? Oil. No, no. <laughs> what do you call the thing that, that runs around? Rats? No, not rats. Mice? They, no. Cockro- what do you call it? Cockroaches, Cockroaches yes. Inside the box. Inside of the boxes. I was hey. like, I can't transfer these cockroaches back to the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it to Mr. Falah. Allah, I love them. But see, this depends, you know, who... Yeah, yeah, it's, no, it's very true. So, okay, so you're in building 17. So, yeah, okay. Is that the one opposite the football pitch or...? No, 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 it's right next to the Masjid. Masjid Jadid. Jadid, okay. From the back. Okay. In the corner. Okay. So it's right next to the Masjid. Yep, yeah. yep. Mashallah. Okay, so in terms of like, you know, like the verses of the Quran, um, I, this is something I've always wondered, like, and inshallah I'll study obviously, but uh, it's probably good to ask right now. I know the surah, they, they weren't, as in the order we have now, Al-Fatiha, Al-Baqarah, Al-Imran and the rest of it, that's obviously not the way the Quran was revealed, right? So, so that's fine, I think most people probably know that. Um, but in terms of the actual verses within the surah, how what was the sort of order? Like, for example, um, in Surah Al-Baqarah, you have the story of Musa alayhi salam, Adam alayhi salam at the start. Hmm. 
in terms of the order of the revelation of the verses, not the surah, because we know that that's not in order. How how did that all come about? Well, like all of this is tawqifi from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Tawqifi, Set forth, yani, yani, down. yeah, sent down. Um, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would teach his companions where this verse goes and... Oh, okay. It was literally taught. Yeah, taught After the revelation from Jibreel Alayhi Salam, the Prophet said, this goes yeah, there. This goes here. Wait, follow Muslims. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. MashaAllah, something I didn't know. Like, yeah, I mean, no, no. Sometimes you don't even think of these yeah, things, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, uh, it's good to know. In terms of like uh, a student of, student of, I think there's different angles, but student of knowledge, student of hiv, student of uh, muraja'ah, uh, I think we should say student of knowledge We should ask you about the student of knowledge uh, What advice What advice would you give them Again general advice But try to relate it back to the Quran somehow Like <laughs> you put time into the Quran Like uh, what, what, what I see happening across the Across the board is yep. uh, Of course you know when you want to Start seeking knowledge, you're extremely zealous about taking all that information in. You want the hadith, you want usul al tafsir, you want usul al fiqh, you want this, you want that. Then, actually, we forget that all of these sciences, they originate from where? The Quran. Right? I don't think it's right for somebody now to go through six years of uh, studying at a, you know, at a university and he hasn't memorized the Quran. Allah will give, you know, will put so much barakah in your talab, in your pursuit of knowledge. If you give time to the Quran, right? Kitabun anzalnahu ilayka mubarak. A blessed book that we've sent down. Right? Uh, and then you will find, subhanAllah, everything will just fall into place after you give time to the speech of Allah Azza wa the best of speeches. Right? Even Imam Nawi rahmatullahi alayhi says, if you solidify two things, the Quran and also the Arabic language, all of the other different sciences will open up for you. So give time to the book of Allah Azza wa Right? Even the ajar, you know, the reward that you get with it. Um, and well, like, you can see a difference when someone's memorized the Quran and someone hasn't. You can see a big difference. Mm. I think like in, 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 in this day and age, and I think particularly in the West, and I think youngsters will, I think it's just this whole influence thing where like, where they, they, they want to like talk about, again, sophisticated areas like fiqh issues, for example, like, these guys do this, or this guy's Twitter uh, wars, and Twitter wars. Twitter wars, and this. Uh, Alhamdulillah, I'm not on Twitter, so I'm. I know. I know. There's a lot of things that happen there. It's and crazy. People tell me like, "Oh, this happened, that happened." Alhamdulillah, it is the platform if you want to cancel someone. By the way, say that again. It is a the platform if you want to cancel someone. What would you mean, like, as in if, if you, you want to cancel someone? Yeah. It's Twitter. You cancel them on there. Cancel, them, as in like refute them. <laughs> don't worry <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean I mean like Did it cancel you or No yeah so basically yeah. If you want to kind of like Tear someone down Yeah You want to bring him down It's Twitter People get together And then uh, They find ways to kind of like Really get serious. that person dropped And it's Twitter Basically for you you know Alhamdulillah Every time I hear these things I just say I'm so happy I'm not on these things But anyways No no I, I was saying about um, These days in, in in the West I think And youngsters as well And I was Part of like, as in, I used to know people that were part of this uh, environment where they they'll be talking about all these issues and refuting and debating and wasting time. Wallahi, just wasting complete time. And I would say like ninety percent of these people are not half with, and ninety percent of them they don't know anything of the Arabic language. Uh, 
but they're talking about these massive yeah, issues. Yeah, it's, it's a problem. It's a big problem, and I think it's in the West. Quite Even a lot. Uh, the, our, you know, the, the, the Sheikh of our Shaykh, Muqbil bin Hadi Rwadi, had a similar statement to this, telling the student of knowledge, don't busy yourself with refutations. Mm. Don't. There's so many other important things that you are in need of. Exactly. While your mind is a lot more fresh, you have more time on your hands. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be the same the moment you get married. Like, I'm actually struggling at times. Yeah. Me and my family were going back and forth about who's going to look after the child. Especially now, she's a lot. Um, she's about to give birth and whatever have you. I want to spend my mornings not being disturbed, but then the child wakes up and then she's tired, exhausted. So it takes a lot out of you. You don't have that same time and then you're being sent to do errands and so, um, yeah, I just advise the youth, Akhi, just benefit from your time before there's no more time. Yeah? And then you regret that you... And I think it becomes like, for, for a lot of the youth, and it's sad to say, but even older people, like, I feel sorry when I, when, I, when I hear older people talking about this madhab and you should be doing this and this, that. It doesn't really make sense. But the bottom line is, as you say, like, you need to... You need to focus on yourself, and I think a lot of people they, it's it's like a not an ego thing, but it's like a if you say that that person is wrong, you feel better about yourself. <laughs> That's if if you if you if you think of psycho if if you come from a psychological perspective, as I told you, I've been studying, but I I read a lot about human uh, human biology, uh, and I think a lot of it comes down to this. Does it also stem from uh, originally from? Uh... And he, uh, what do they call it? Being psychologically inferior, or yeah, as in, it's like an ego thing, like inferior like, complex. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, someone yeah. feels like huh? exactly. Yeah, so 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 if 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 you have a group saying that these people are wrong, you'll join that group just so to, to yourself, feel yeah. part of a group that's saying that those people are wrong. So it's like an ego thing, and it's like a like a manly thing that they, they're trying to use this to like you know. That's obviously a different topic, and. Uh, Jazakumullah khairan, Sheikh. I really appreciate it. It was an absolute pleasure. One thing, one thing I definitely appreciate is the short notice that I gave you. And <laughs> I, I, I thought, and he's my he's, childhood he's, friend, yani, you know? he's, he, he's, he's, his, his wife is expecting, and obviously he came out. Yeah. It's one, one in the morning. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, honestly, I appreciate it. Was, it was a pleasure. And, was and um, we should do this again sometime with Inshallah maybe a different theme. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala accept your time and our time and. Dr. Hilal's time and Zakaria's time as well. So yeah, inshallah, will uh, is excellent speaking with you and very insightful, as always. Alhamdulillah, and we shall end it there. Jazakumullah khairan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.